All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday. It's August 31st of 2021, which is crazy to think that the month of August is uh, basically done. Yeah. You know, we were hoping at the beginning of the year this whole pandemic was going to wrap up, and here we are, school in and quarantine kids. And year number two. Yeah, and I know more people who have quarantine kids. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, their kids aren't sick, but at the same point, you know, yeah. you're sent home, and all of a sudden, the whole shift of life shifts, because now if you go to work, but your kid's quarantined, you can't go to work. Right. I have a friend, too. She's a dental hygienist, mm-hmm. and her son is quarantined in Little Rock, and so she had to. she's had to, you know stay home with him and all that kind of stuff. So it just, it kind of jars your whole everything. Yeah. So anyway, and we're heading into, you know, a big week for people around the state who are Arkansas state Red Wolves fans, because we paint the town and really the state red. And we celebrate Arkansas state university, I had the chance to go and do a number of different things in prep for uh, the football game this weekend. So, you know, once you get to game week, all of a sudden it becomes even more real. And then all of a sudden you realize it as stressed out as I may be. Right about, oh, I'm going to host, and they're going to give me a script, and I'm going to kind of ad-lib and and play that. There's a lot of people who have a lot more stress than me. (laughs) Like who? Because, like, (laughs) legit, if it just doesn't go well, I'll just walk out. Right. (laughs) All right, see you all later. (laughs) But for some of them, it's, you know, a lot more stressful. I had a meeting with some of the students from, uh, you know, Student Activities Board and some of the leadership groups and stuff like that. And just the fact that they're so invested in, uh, you know, the fan experience for students. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk more about that as we go throughout the show today. Again, it's August 31st. It is National Trail Mix Day, which I I, I found this trail mix I really thought tasted good at uh, Walmart, mm-hmm. and it had little bits of like uh, M&Ms in it, mm-hmm. and I read the back of it, and I was like, oh, that's not too bad. It only has you know four grams of fat and 150 calories, whatever it is, something similar, similar like that, and then I re- realized that was per serving, and there were like eight servings, <laughs> and I was eating more fat than if I were to go and eat a cheeseburger. My favorite trail mixes are the ones that are Cajun. Oh, I bet those are good. Those are really good. Eat Chex Mix. Yes. So uh, Leslie's dad comes into town, and he has this uh, he has this obsession with making his own Chex Mix. Hmm. You know, you can buy it in the store in the big bag, but he Ooh, likes to make you, it. Yeah, when you make it, sometimes you can put more more and better seasonings. On. Yeah, like the really saltiness. Mm-hmm. So Trail Mix Day today. It's National Eat Outside Day. So if you want to go and have a picnic when it's you know. Not as hot. Yeah. I mean, it's a little more manageable mm-hmm. across the state today. And then National Matchmaker Day as well. Oh. So I can't say that I've ever been a matchmaker trying to set people up. Have you? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. I would never want that on me because Mm-mm. what if it didn't work out and it was my fault? Yeah. Well, you said they'd be perfect together. We'd be perfect together. But well, you said. Yeah, but I really don't know you all that well. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had somebody try to matchmake you in the past? Uh, Yes. Yeah. How, how'd that really, go? It didn't really work out. Doesn't work out no. so well, does it? Just uh-uh. let people find their own. Yeah. That's the key right there. Because people will be like, hey, why don't you talk to her? I'm like, eh, I'm not really interested. Why not? <laughs> well, because I'm not really interested. Well, talk to her. Right. And I'm like, no, leave mm-hmm. me alone. Let me make my own matches. Oh. But today we'll celebrate those of you who like to set your friends up on National Matchmaker. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2010 and Blake Shelton had the number one song in country music on this day. It's all about tonight. Good times in the music and laughing and grooving to the band. Everybody's getting right. No worries. We're rocking all kinds of concoctions in our hands. 
So 11 years ago, this song was number one. Hey, pretty thing, I've been looking at you since the moment that you walked in. I got some wild-ass buddies that love spending money, and I see you brought a couple of friends. Just tell me your name, I don't need your number or a date next Saturday. Come on. years ago on top of the country charts the man from oklahoma blake shelton it's all about tonight it's all about tonight good times and the music and laughing and grooving to the band everybody's getting right no worries we're rocking all kinds of concoctions in our hands Blake Shelton, All About Tonight. It was number one on this day in 2010. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday morning is here, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Got you gossip today on Ben Affleck. So one of the things Ben Affleck is known for is his love for gambling. Uh, and there's a new ad that he's in. Uh, it's a sports betting app called WinBet. And even Ben directed the spot. So there's some special cameos in the commercial. Uh, there's another known gam- gambler by the name of uh, Lupe uh, Rodriguez, which is J-Lo's mom. Wait, she's in the commercial. She's with in the commercial with him, like playing the slot machines. Yeah. And there's rumors that Lupe once won over two point four million dollars playing the shop the slot machines in Atlantic City. What? Which is why they kind of had a little, you know, vision of her playing the slot yeah. machines. Shaquille O'Neal is in the is in it. Um, I think uh, he's talk. Uh, ben Affleck starts talking trash about Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. He turns around. Shaquille's there. Shaquille's like seven feet taller than him, so that's pretty sure, funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, Ben Affleck's uh, it's super cute. And charming in the ad. Um, you can watch it. Just search Ben Affleck and win bet. All right, there you go. Hey, got your gossip today on The Expendables. You know, the movie that features Sylvester Stallone and Jason Statham, Randy Couture, and Dolph mm-hmm. Lundgren. It's kind of like a, a franchise of movies, and they're getting set to uh, release the fourth movie, or at least record it and film it, and then put it out next year. Uh, here's some new cast members for The Expendables. So they want to shake it up, they want to keep it interesting and bring interesting characters into the mix. So they've announced that. 50 Cent is going to be a part of the Expendables, hmm. which he kind of fits the motif yeah. of the big, strong guy and all that kind of stuff. He fits in there with Stallone and Statham and Couture. 
Uh, but they're also going to throw in Megan Fox, who fits in a different way. And all of a sudden, the, nothing sounds tough, tougher than Megan Fox. I'm telling you, though, because here's the deal. I mean, it's an action flick. Big muscled up dudes are beating people up yeah. and in walks Megan Fox. That sounds perfect. They need some prettiness. Yeah, they said the Expendables production starts this fall and will probably come out sometime in 2022. Got you gossip today on Disney's Jungle Cruise. So if you enjoyed the movie Jungle Cruise starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt, get ready because it looks like there's going to be another one. And I haven't seen it yet. Have you guys seen it? No, we haven't. But I saw so many great things about it. Like, it's a really good movie. And it got a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. And you know how hard it is to get a good score sometimes on that. Well, especially for a movie like that. Right. You know, because it's kind of a silly, cheesy mm-hmm. movie. So. Well, this past weekend, sales for Jungle Cruise brought the total of sales like more to like $100 million at the box office in the U.S. And I didn't realize this, but the movie was uh, in development for more than 15 years before they started it. What? And it's based on the popular Disney attraction where one of the original rides was there in 1955. So that's kind of what it's based off of. But if you like Disney's Jungle Cruise, be ready. It looks like Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt are going to be headed down the river for a second time. And got you gossip today on Michael Jordan, you know, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. You're a big fan, right? Yeah. And I can tell you that uh, one of our coworkers, Brad Bobo, he has a Michael Jordan um, like framed piece of art mm-hmm. in his office. So he's a huge fan as well. I'm going to tell Bobo about this because I think he might like it. Uh, there's a way you can actually go out and, well, win Michael Jordan's underwear. What? Yeah, and they say that it, it was uh, boxer shorts that he wore on a regular basis, and they show signs of, quote, heavy use. Okay. What? Okay. The blurb for the auction also says this is about as close to greatness as one can get because it's his underwear. Didn't he do a whole commercial, boxers or briefs? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Was it Haynes? Yes. Mm -hmm. So anyway, they say uh, there are dry cleaning tags in there. Like maybe they have been washed, but again, they're kind of worn out boxer Hmm. shorts. The reserve price, if you have cash on standby and you want to get some underwear today, is 500 bucks. Oh, so evidently, one of his old uh, one-time body bodyguards has stuff, and one of the things he's selling is underwear. Wow! And I can just tell you this: like, I, I'm a fan of a lot of people. You know, like think about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> fan of Hulk Hogan. I don't think I want his underwear. Yeah. Don't think I'm going to buy him. Yeah. You know? Would think- you buy Hulk Hogan's underwear? No. Who are you a big fan of? Uh. Uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> I definitely don't want his <laughs> And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Let's do it this way. Kelly, if you could buy any man's underwear, who would you buy? None. <laughs> it's disgusting. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was looking at this thing on social media that was talking about uh, this, um, this person who was at home in Wisconsin and they were going through the line at McDonald's. And they looked in front of them and, you know, you're just kind of sitting there and you're waiting to get your to your turn to get to the window or order or whatever. Uh, And the person in the car, this woman named Jessica, realized that she thought she saw a cow in the backseat of a little four door sedan. (laughs) And then she she thought that has to be like a stuffed animal or, you know, one of those big riding things you could buy at a toy store or something like that. And then she realized that the the cow's head was moving. (laughs) And was looking around, looking outside. I would have gone crazy. So evidently, the guy in the little sedan had purchased a cow. And it was like a smaller cow. What do you call that? A cowlet? A calf? That. (laughs) What did you just say? A cowlet? 
So it's a, it's a little one. A calf. So he, yeah. He or got, a callet. He got one of the, <laughs> he got one of those and uh decided on his way home like he was gonna stop and get some food and he stopped at McDonald's. So it was a real miniature not not miniature calf that was in the back of his car. And I can't imagine like mm. who has the idea of not having a trailer, an enclosed trailer or something like that. Our friend Casey has done it. She's one of our listeners oh, and she has put right. those precious little cows, those little tiny cows in her uh, SUV, We've and she that. showed us pictures, and it was the one of the greatest pictures I've ever seen. I if I would have been behind the guy in McDonald's and I would have seen the cow, I would have lost my mind, gone in front of him, and been like, "I'm, sir, I'm going to need you to pull over. I need to see the cow. I, I want to play with the cow. I have to take a picture of the cow." But let me explain to you: if you put an animal like that in the back <laughs> of your vehicle, you are at risk. You're at risk of something going wrong. Let me tell you what we did one time. This is an old school wrestling war story, okay? But it's going to be relatable. It's not all wrestling related. Just the the setting is wrestling. There was a guy, one of our security guards, who had a potbelly pig. So we had this character who was going to be um, a plowboy character, a farmer character. And the fact that this guy had the pig was perfect. So we said, can you bring your pig and allow plowboy to come out with your pig, right? So he would bring the pig to the town so the character, the wrestling character would walk out with this pig, but it was this guy named James's pig. So one night we're in Tyler, Texas, and the pig was in its cage, and me and a couple of the other guys were like, hey, let's feed the pig. So we started feeding the pig everything we could find, because pigs will eat everything. So the pig was eating nachos with cheese and jalapenos. Brandon, The pig oh was eating gosh. corn dogs and hot dogs, you know, concession stand food. So we didn't tell the owner of said pig that we had fed his pig. And the pig was pretty good most of the time. So he puts the pig back in its container, its cage, and puts it in the back of his little Ford Mustang and decides he's going to drive back from Tyler to Dallas, which is, what, 90 miles or 90 minutes, something like that. (laughs) What he wasn't planning for was explosive (laughs) diarrhea from his pig (laughs) all over the back of his car. So he came in the next week and he was trying to ask us, hey, what was happening? There was something wrong with the pig, and the pig started, and she's never done this before, and he couldn't figure it out, and we knew that we did it. Did you tell him no, ever? No, no. I think a secret. you should make a phone call. That's a secret we've kept uh, for how many years now? 30 years. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, this is what Tuesday morning feels like. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm Double B. Uh, I'm KP. There you go. That's what we do here. <clears throat> Getting set for Arkansas State football. I'm not going to eat the rest of the week. Oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> I told Leslie It's that. game week. <laughs> I said I only want to lose 10 pounds by Saturday. And what did she do? She rolled her eyes and she went to bed. got the look, yeah. Yeah, she went to bed. So Anyway, A-State football. I had the chance to talk to members of the team. So all around the state, you're invited to come join us at Centennial Bank Stadium. I get to host a game. We're going to see Coach Butch Jones and what does Red Wolves look like? Yeah. You know, there's some players that have been there that are getting new coaching and new advice. And then there's new players that have just come into the system mm-hmm. and to the state. So we're excited to yeah. see that. I'm excited about football. I'm a football fan. Mm-hmm. And the idea that this brings the community together. So it's A-State football coming up on Saturday. Can I tell you one thing I, I read in a survey? I was reading in the uh, a bu- a publication, like I guess, a journal, the Relaxation Times. I did not realize that you listed or you read that. Yeah, it's no. a good one. It is a very good one. Uh, and the reason I, I read that one is because sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit stressed and I want to find ways to relax, to relax and come to it. Relax. 
Saying, don't do it. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if this is the best song for what you're wanting. I want to relax. Yeah, okay. According to a new survey, and this might make you feel better this morning, a lot of Americans feel that they've been so caught up over the course of the last year with work and kids and stress that they very rarely have a day to relax. They say many people haven't had uh, one day to relax in the last three months. That's true. Like it's been go, 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 Mm -hmm. go, go. Yeah. And stress, 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 Mm -hmm. stress, stress, which has to affect all of our health, right? It takes a toll, yes. They say that most people haven't had time uh, really in the course of the last year for self-care. And here are the number one things people enjoy doing. Uh, Number one, people love bubble baths. Hmm. You know, every once in a while, I don't mind hopping in the bubble bath. As long as there's plenty of bubbles. Oh, okay. I still want to be like a kid where there's plenty of yeah, bubbles. Yeah. Because there's nothing. <clears throat> I don't know. Especially if the lights are on and there's no bubbles and you're just sitting there. <laughs> I don't think like if you want a relaxing bath, you don't turn the fluorescent lights on and uh, just sit in the bath with no bubbles. Like you want an experience. Yeah. So you're going to doctor it up a little bit. Exactly. Right. That's what I, I was saying. Yeah, don't keep the light on no because that's kind of bright yeah. and then you're just kind of like, oh. you're really spotlighting how you doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i'm telling you here's here's uh, this is where i'm confused because if a bubble bath is so good right and so enjoyable if i were to just go into my bathroom and light a candle <laughs> and have some incense going and be sitting in there with some music and my wife were to knock on the door she would think that was weird. No, I would too. You would think it was I'd be weird. Like, dude, go sit somewhere. Why are you in the bathroom? <clears throat> well, I mean, where else do you take bubble baths? Well, well, yeah. <laughs> I tried one time in our sink. Doesn't really mm. work so well. Uh, listening to music is another thing people enjoy doing sure. uh, to relax. And then a nap at the end of a long day. I didn't get a nap yesterday, and I was I was feeling it. I didn't either. So some people say they would give up social media to have more time for self care. Yeah. And here's what I'm thinking. Hey, get off social media now and you will have more time. That's true. How much time do you think we waste? You ever look at the usage stuff? I do. I haven't in a second, but we waste a lot. I don't look at it anymore. Mm -hmm. What do they call it? Screen time? Yes. I don't want to know. I know. Because it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I don't have, I don't have 30 minutes to exercise, but I had six hours on my phone (laughs) today. (laughs) Exactly. So anyway, if you feel like you're stressed, if you feel like you're run down, don't feel like you're alone because many of us don't have time for that self-care. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So have you ever wanted to get revenge after leaving a job that you hated? Um, You were telling me yesterday... Now, sometimes that sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Well, here's a great example of why it's usually not a good idea to act on it. A 41-year-old woman in Tampa named Megan used to be the head of HR for a company called 1-800-ACCOUNTANT. Well, they hired her in 2019 and fired her six months later. It sounds like there were multiple issues. For example, she once got into an argument with a coworker and even got uh, by locking them out of the computer system. 
So she got back at a coworker for not letting yeah, yeah. him get back in. So they fired her, but she still had access to the company database. So over the next two days, she logged in and basically destroyed the database. She deleted oh. 17,000 job applications and oh. resumes. She also left a bunch of profanity-filled messages in the system for her bosses to find. <laughs> well, it backfired because she they knew that she did it, and the company it cost the company two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, so they gosh. pressed charges. So Megan was found guilty of accessing and intentionally causing damage to a protected computer. She faces up to fifteen years in prison. No, yeah, don't so- be messing with people's computers. So, not only did she get fired, but now she's going to prison, possibly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Speaking of damaging a whole computer system, why did Wi-Fi and the computer get married? Ooh, I have no idea. Why did they? Because they had a connection. (laughs) My goodness. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. To victory. <laughs> All right, so we're fired up. A-State football is uh, kicking off on Saturday. Had a number of meetings for things we're working on. And, of course, no matter where you are across the state, we would love for you to travel yeah. uh, to Arkansas State and be a part of this. If you don't know, maybe you're new to the show and you've, or you've never been to one of the football games, uh, I get to host the game on the big screen and on the field and throughout the crowd. So, uh, if you listen to the show, it's kind of a cool thing. It's kind of an extension of what we do to be out there with A-State. We have a new coach who is uh, Butch Jones, who's become a great friend of the show. and uh, He's fired up, man. Mm-hmm. The thing about him is he's intense. Yeah. He has expectations. And what's going to happen when we get our football team out there on the field? Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a lot of people, A-State is the home team. Yeah. you know. So uh, We live in Arkansas. There's two schools, but you I mean, let's, do, let's go Red Wolves, right? Yeah. So we're excited about that. I had the chance to go to a couple of different meetings. Uh, the first one was about an event that we're going to do, a pregame event. It's going to be called uh, Rock the Dock mm-hmm. at the Embassy Suites. So if you've been there to the campus of Arkansas State, there's the Embassy Suites. It's right there, and you can walk from the stadium to the embassy. And I was talking to our friend Craig Pomerinke, and they've got this whole vision of an outdoor party, and it's a tailgate, but it's all on the concrete at the loading dock area, and it's going to be fenced in, and there's going to be food and beverages, and it's cool for the family and live yes. music and all that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's Rock the Dock, and that's going to kick off around 3. Then, uh, you know, we have other stuff going on uh, throughout the week as well. So I had a meeting about Order of the Pack, which is a deal for Arkansas State students. So if you have an Arkansas State student or if you're a former student, you know that this is a big event where the sororities and the fraternities and the groups and the organizations all get out there and they yell and scream. They try mm-hmm. to win spirit awards. Mm-hmm. And uh, you learn the traditions and the chants and stuff like that to get ready for A-State football. So I go to this meeting, and the head of the meeting is our Chancellor Kelly Danfus. It's his wife, Beth, mm-hmm. who last week on the show, uh, as we were introing them, I said I didn't think she liked me when she first met me. And I said that kind of as a joke and kind of not as a joke. Beth, here's the thing. If you are listening, he was not joking. No, it was kind of a joke mm. and kind of not. <laughs> So let me explain. I get into the conference room. Kelly, I'm the first person there, and I'm never early. No, you're not. And I'm like, I walk in three minutes before the meeting time, and I'm like, wait a minute. And I said, as I was being escorted in, am I the first person? Like, this never happens. Mm -hmm. So I get to be the greeter as everybody comes in. I'm in the chancellor's office in the conference room, and when people walk in, I'm the greeter. Nice. Which is weird. Yeah. So I sit there and, you know, some students come in and here comes some people, my friend Brennan from marketing at Arkansas State and just different people and all these different people in there. 
Um, and Beth looks across the table. Again, this is a chancellor's wife, and he runs the campus. <laughs> she said, so on the air the other day, you said that you didn't think that I liked you. Were you being serious? We're in front of everybody. And I'm like, cricket. <laughs> right. You know how you feel in moments where you wish you could turn into goo and slink under the table? Did you look at your iWatch like you normally do and check your pulse? Oh, I should have. Yeah. Because then she's like, did I do something to you? <laughs> Was I not no, nice to you? He's just awkward like that and thinks that people think stuff when they don't. Oh, that's maybe what I'm telling her. Maybe that's what I should have said. Yeah. But I didn't want to call myself oh, out in no. a meeting in front of people. So I'm like, oh, no, I was just kidding. <laughs> Which probably sounds even more yep, ridiculous. No, I was just kidding. She's like, hmm. So then they do this deal where they hand us a rundown of what we're doing in order of the pack, all the different things, like the people I'm supposed to introduce and stuff like that. Kelly, I didn't take my readers. Oh, Brandon. Kelly, Mm-mm. they might as well have handed me a blank piece of paper <laughs> because they put it in front of me and I had to struggle so hard to read That's any of the words. So as they're talking, I'm trying to focus Mm-mm. on the words and I can't figure it you out. You need to make it happen. The glasses. Yes. I legit thought this morning, is there, is it even possible to get glasses by the weekend? I don't, I don't. Can I borrow anybody's contacts? You Can might, you do that? I, no. What if somebody has spare contacts? I, it doesn't really work like that. Do you have any spares? No. Do you wear contacts ever? No. Our GM has contacts. I wonder if I can borrow some of his. I heard they're pretty, like, I don't know. What? They're like, his contacts are pretty thick, like Coke bottles. That's what you were telling me. No. Can you see those? That's probably what I need. If anybody has any contacts I can borrow and some of the contact lotion that you put in there to keep them soft um, i'll use that too it's solution that's what i'm looking for is a solution (laughs) brandon baxter in the morning kelly perry i have one question for you are you ready to celebrate some local people let's do it let's do the birthdays happy birthday to you happy birthday to you Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today. It's Tuesday, August 31st of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Allie Smith of Jonesboro, who celebrates today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Eli Kennard celebrating a birthday today. Michael Butler. Of Ash Flat, 31, Autumn Jones celebrates today. Jackson Van Winkle of Biggers is turning 10. Adeline Trivet in Batesville, 5 years old. Brandy Hensley Carmichael celebrates a birthday. Brenda Wilbanks of Wilson. Uh, we have Jeremy Chesser of Smithville. Amber Grigsby celebrates today. Mark Reeves of Batesville. Uh, let's see here. We have Callie Poor celebrating a birthday. Derek Jacobs of Stuttgart is celebrating try it again i know Derek jacobs happy birthday to drew jacobs of stuttgart who celebrates today jennifer jumper craig celebrating a birthday happy birthday uh roger dunnigan jr of jonesboro celebrating a birthday today as well so i know a bunch of these birthdays uh beth deanne willoughby celebrates we have stephen mayville of jonesboro Lindsay tate of jonesboro celebrating a birthday steve douglas from Wynn. And Tracy Proctor Morse of Alfreda, Georgia. Yeah, she actually is my cousin and she listens to our podcast. So happy birthday, Tracy. Happy birthday, cousin Tracy. 
And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Larry Fitzgerald is 38, former Arizona Cardinals wide receiver. I actually got to see him play in a game one time in Nashville. Oh, sweet. Jeff Hardy is 44, WWE superstar. A picture of me and Kai with him and a picture of, I think, me and Jeff Jarrett from somewhere in North Carolina with him. So happy birthday, Jeff Hardy. Happy birthday today to Chris Tucker, who is 50. You know him from the Rush Hour movies and Friday. Yep. Debbie Gibson is 51 today. We must. Of course, Kelly's going to want to hear this one. I'm going to stand up. I need my microphone. Shake your love. I just can't shake your love. So you like that one quite a bit, huh? Oh yeah, I love Debbie Gibson. All right. She goes by Deborah now. Yeah, Kelly's shaking her love, so <laughs> let's go ahead and stop that as quick as we can. <laughs> okay. Happy, Happy birthday to Debbie Gibson, who turns 51. Happy birthday today to the Go-Go's drummer, Gina Shock, who is 64. Come on, man. The Go Go's also did this one. All right, so that's Gina Shock, who's 64 from the Go Go's. Richard Gere is 72, who's in An Officer and a Gentleman, American Gigolo, and of course, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. I mean, does anybody not picture Julia Roberts and Richard Gere? So, Richard Gere, 72 today. Happy birthday today to Scorpion's founder, Rudolph Schneiker, who is 73. I don't think that's it. Take, take me to the Kelly wrote a song called Breaking Wind. <laughs> different <laughs> so again rudolph schenker from the scorpion celebrating i like this one right here come on now All right, Rudolph Schenker of the Scorpions. What? I just don't know who sang the the name right. No, I think I am. Okay. And happy birthday to Van Morrison, who is 76. Let's do this one. A bright-eyed girl 
And whatever happened The Tuesday and so slow Gone down the old man With a transistor radio Standing in the sunlight laughing It's Van Morrison Hiding hide a rainbow's wall Slipping and sliding All along the waterfall with you A brown eyed girl Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Van Morrison, who's turning 76 today. Again, happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Van Morrison, who turns 76 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday morning is here, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Casey Musgrave. So, Casey Musgraves, it's a big time for her. She has an album. She has a movie. She now has announced some tour dates. Uh, let me give you the heads up. So, the tour is going to be called the Star-Crossed Tour. Star-Crossed is also the name of the album and one of the songs. This is Star-Crossed. It's all about the divorce. So again, it's really one of those reflective, what happened to the relationship type of albums. If you're a fan of Casey Musgraves, here's the good news. She's going to be hitting a number of spots within a drive for us. Let me give you the dates. January the 20th, Chicago. January 21st, Kansas City. Uh, February the 9th, she'll be in Atlanta. February the 11th, Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. And then February the 14th in Dallas. All within a drive, different distances, but you can pick your spot to go and see Casey. Tickets go on sale on September the 9th. Uh, one more thing from Casey. She has given us another song off of the upcoming album. This one's called Justified, and it sounds like this. Casey Musgraves. You can find out more about that tour if you go to CaseyMusgraves.com. We have country music news today on Chris Young. All I can think about is getting you home. So Chris Young was performing in Pennsylvania, but somehow he was the last one to be let in on a big surprise. Chris went, uh, he was on stage and he was singing Famous Friends and he and Kane Brown have never sang that on stage before. Well, everyone knew Kane Brown was there, including Chris Young's team, except for Chris. So when the second verse starts, which is the one that Kane normally sings, yeah. um, all of a sudden you hear on the video, people start freaking out because, you know, Kane Brown walks out. This right. is what it sounded like. Chris Young has no idea. <laughs> He's 
shop. That's crazy. Crowds going nuts. Just the idea that somehow Kane pulled that off and Chris Young had no idea. And then the crowd erupts like that. That's awesome. It's super cute. If you want to watch it, you can look it up on Chris Young's Instagram. All right. Country music news today on Carrie Underwood. So Carrie Underwood's getting set to return for her ninth season as the, the voice of the opening theme for Sunday Night Football on NBC. We have a sneak peek now, like the acapella version, Carrie in the studio laying down some vocal tracks. This is possibly what it's going to sound like. This was shared by NBC and then Carrie. Oh, 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 waiting all day for Sunday night. Sunday night football begins again on September the 12th and Carrie Underwood is back for that. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. Okay, so today is August the 31st, and today in pop culture in 1977. It's a great year, 1977. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Gale was number one on the country charts with this song right here. I don't make my brown eyes. Don't make my brown eyes. about crystal gale um did she have a lot of hair yeah she was the one with like hair down to her fanny. okay or past her fanny her fanny yeah her well, if i say i mean there's kids in the car still so right. i'll say fanny is that okay sure posterior yeah because because most kids will know what posterior is Booty. <laughs> oh God. that was a weird way to say that wasn't it <laughs> can i take that back <laughs> no hey take that out of the podcast uh-huh. i don't want to say that Okay, so today in pop culture in 1987, Michael Jackson released his album called Bad. That was on the Bad album, also on the Bad album. I love this one. But I think my favorite song from the album Bad was this one. A bet to place. Take a look at yourself. Today in pop culture in 1991, Metallica started a four-week run at number one on the album charts with their album titled Metallica. It featured this one. And nothing else matters. It also featured The Unforgiven. And the scariest song of all time. (laughs) Don't say a word. And never mind that. Just a beast under your bed. In your closet, in your head. I'm still scared of the song. 
I am. I'm going to hide. Uh, today in pop culture in 1993, Garth Brooks released his fifth album. It was called In Pieces. It featured this one. But you've got to be tough when consumed by desire. Because it's not enough just to stand outside the fire. Also on the album In Pieces. Ain't going down till the sun comes up. Ain't giving in till they get enough. Go around the world and a pick up's rough. And Kelly, this was on the album too. Operator, won't you put me off? I gotta send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up, won't you put her on the line? I gotta talk to the girl just one more time. Man, that's good right there. Should we Samantha this sucker? I think you should. All right, here you go, Samanthas. This one's for you. I know you've been waiting for this. Are you Samanthas? This is for you, for me. It's a good one. Thank you. Hello, Samantha, dear, I hope you're feeling fine. And it won't be long until I'm with you all the time. But until then, I spend my money up right down to my last time. Maybe that's a... Today in pop culture in 1997. Now, we hit kind of a sad note because I'll remember this day forever because my family was uh, so intrigued by this information. It was... uh, Worldwide story, Princess Diana and Dodi Fayed. Uh, they were killed in a car crash in Paris. Uh, that passing led to Elton John going and re-recording his song, Candle in the Wind, which was originally about Marilyn Monroe. And then he released this version in 1997. I remember going out and buying the CD single. Uh, this is Candle in the Wind from Elton John from 97. Goodbye, England's rose. May you ever grow in our hearts you were the grace the place to self where lives were torn apart you called out to our country and you whispered to those in pain now you belong to heaven and the stars spell out your name what a pretty song and it seems to me you lived your like a candle in the wind Never fading with the sunset When the rain set in And your footsteps will always fall here Along England's greenest hills Your candles burned out long before Your legend ever will of course, for those of you younger, Princess Diana is the mother of Prince Harry mm-hmm. and Prince William. Uh, today in pop culture in 1999, the Dixie Chicks released their album Fly. It featured this one. Earl had to die. This is about our friend Earl Hammonds. <laughs> Did you know that? I did not know it's about him, that. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's what he said. Also on the album was this one. I think it was about him. That's what he said one time. Having a shake, and he said that. I was. What's all this talk about? Today in pop culture in 2005, Toby Keith announced he was launching his very own record label. It was called Show Dog Nashville. And when you think of Toby, you think of this. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll around. 
six year riding my pony on the cat. And when you drive. think of Toby, you think of this. How do you like me now? Your favorite. Oh yeah. How do you like me now? Now that I'm on my way. You still think I'm crazy. I mean you care if I go with a couple more Tobys? Stop all this foolish wishing. What about this one? I wish I didn't know now. I didn't know then. I mean, there's I so many I good tones. You shouldn't kiss me like this. Unless you mean it like that. Cause I'll just close my eyes and I won't know where I'm at. And we'll get lost on this dance floor. Spinning it round. Kelly said she wanted to play one more that was autobiographical. I ain't as good as I once was. Oh, Kelly, come on. Gotta be honest. I got a few years on me now. But there was a time (laughs) back in my prime when I could really lay it down. (laughs) If you need some love tonight, (laughs) then I might have just enough. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Did you just try to kick me under this desk? Nope. That's Toby Keith from 2005. Today is August 31st, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Let me hit that fight song. As we've talked about and we'll talk about all week, you know, for us, when you think about football in the state of Arkansas, it's all Arkansas State and the Red Wolves. And we have Sarah Munoz on with us this morning from A-State Athletics. Uh, She is the lead marketing genius uh, who I work with on game day. And really, just because uh, I work with you on game day doesn't mean the rest of your days aren't stressful as well, Sarah, right? Correct. There's there's no no two days are alike, much like your guys' days, but no two days are alike. And the wild thing about what, so when you think about it, let's kind of paint the picture of what marketing does. Essentially, anything that's fan engagement, anything that's fun, anything that's advertising that's going to come out about any of the Red Wolves athletic properties is coming through that marketing department. So it's not like it's football. We do six games at home and then it's over. I mean, there's something going on all year, but it does feel different as we get into um, the week of the first home game, when we know so many people are going to be in that stadium, when we know we have a a brand new team. What does it feel like on the campus of Arkansas State as we head into this first home game coming up on Saturday? You know, I think there's a lot of excitement and anticipation. Last year was abnormal for everyone. Not saying this year is 100% normal. Things will still be, you know, we'll still feel a little different, I think, for everyone. But mm-hmm. it's going to feel, you know, a little more little more normal than what we're used to from the past year. So I think there's a lot of excitement uh, and a lot of people ready to see uh, what our guys are going to look like on the field. You know, I've noticed that at any live event, you know, if it's a, because I watch, you know, different sporting events, I watch wrestling, I watch UFC. It seems like the people who want to go to events and, and concert crowds as well, they're so happy to be back at events. They're so happy to be back among people that when they're out there at events like this, they're more loud, they're more fired up, they're yeah. more excited to be on camera. Uh, and if, if those other sports and entertainment entities are anything like what we're going to see on Saturday, that game day experience should be pretty awesome. Yes, it should. And now not a lot of people know this, but we host a uh, bid day right here on the football field. Uh, and that was 
two weeks ago, so the 21st. And if the volume and excitement of those young women on the field are any indication of what our student section will look like, yes, I'm calling on you, sororities and fraternities. Uh, I, ha- I have no doubt that our student section is going to be phenomenal. You know, I was in I was in a meeting and you were part of a meeting yesterday as well talking about how important it was for the students. I mean, when you really think about this, yeah, I mean it's a football game and it's it's fun for a lot of people, but for the students, I mean, this is their university. This is their home team. They're right there in the classroom with these athletes. So when they come out there, I can tell you and, and you can feel it too from from the booth when the students are there. And when the students are loud, it is a game changer, not only with environment, but also with the team. Sarah, I truly believe when they're there and they're engaged, the team plays better. I would agree. And, you know, they've got some of the best seats in the house, them and the band. They sit practically right behind our visiting team. So they have the ability to be loud and wild and crazy and, you know, quite frankly, annoy the opponent. Yeah. Well, it's the only it's the only spot where they're probably going to be encouraged to be as loud and obnoxious as possible. You know, because yes. when we go up there for an element in the stands, I mean, we want them standing. We want them screaming. And the cool thing about this and let's talk for, from a community perspective too, not just about the students, but really this is our chance as a community to come together in a big in a big group for the first time since the pandemic where you're going to be able to say, hey, we're outdoors, and yeah, you, you want to social distance a little bit if you can. At the same point, we need that. I think people need to be back together. We need to feel togetherness. And football brings people together. Yes, it does. Uh, and I agree with you. And, and we're, we're outdoors, open air. Um, we still want people to you know, feel safe and comfortable and practice you know, whatever cautions uh, feel appropriate to them. But we're excited to see bodies fill the stadium and this is this is our this is our team this is Jonesboro's team we are a um SBS division one football program right here in northeast Arkansas and there's there's no reason that we shouldn't um have you know standing room only in certain areas so well and when when the community shows up it looks good on the university it helps with the recruits it helps with dollars eventually coming in the more bodies in the stands and it all comes back to this community so if you're a part of the community and you know, maybe you go to a tailgate, then you go home, man, head into the stadium because it's a game changer for this entire region of the state. And that's why we say, hey, come out for football. At the same point, uh, you know, uh, in talking with the different people with athletics, um, you know, just the excitement level is there. The idea that we don't know exactly what this team is going to look like. There are some players coming back, but. Sarah, there's a bunch of brand new bodies that Butch Jones has brought in. And of course, when you change coaches, you have a brand new vision and let's not mention that, or let's mention the fact that that Butch was right there on the sidelines. Not only was he uh, in Tennessee, but for the last couple of years, he was on the sidelines at Alabama with Nick Saban. And we have that yeah. guy as our head coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he's got a phenomenal uh, track record and history. And uh, I mean, we are just thrilled to see what's going to happen here on our sideline and on, on our field. So again, the first home game is coming up on Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. Uh, season ticket wise, though, we have four Saturdays, we have two Thursdays. The Thursday games nationally televised. This is our chance for our city, our state, our university to be on the map. When people tune into that game and they're watching football on a Thursday night, they're watching from Arkansas State University. Why wouldn't we show up and represent? Why wouldn't we pack the stadium for those Thursday games too? I mean, to me, that's as important as any Saturday game. 
100%. And I don't even feel like I need to say anything. You covered everything, Brandon. <laughs> Love your enthusiasm and excitement for it. Well, need that. walk me through uh, tickets because there's going to be people who were kind of holding off and, and didn't do season tickets early just because they weren't sure what, what the world was going to look like as we got to football season. Are there still season tickets available for A-State football? Yes, there, there are still season tickets available and they are going to give you the absolute most value for your dollar. If you, you know, if you plan to even come for, you know, three or four games, you're going to get uh, a better value out of your money buying that season ticket. If you choose not to buy a season ticket, we've got tickets starting as low as $16. Um, so it's, it's really, really affordable and it's a lot of fun and, there's just like you've you've used the word a few times now, but community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're with a bunch of other folks for cheering for your Red Wolves. You know, I, I can tell you from you know last year we had gone through a lot of different stuff and, and we were worried about COVID. Not that we're not now because we still are. We're still masking all that different stuff. Um, but it was just different. And my wife didn't get to make it to any of the games last season, even though I was out there, you know, hosting them. She didn't get to make it. Uh, this year, it seems like it's different because, again, she feels like she's been inside for so long mm-hmm. that she wants to be able to go out and be a part of these games. She's excited about A-State football. We hope so many of you are ready to be out there this coming Saturday. Uh, if people want tickets, let's say that they're not ready for season tickets, but they do want to come on Saturday, how can they go about getting those tickets? We have tickets available online at astateredwolves.com. There is a menu drop-down, a tickets tab, and you can do season, single, or group tickets. Uh, we've got a phenomenal group of staff ready to hop on the phone, uh, take your call, or you know help you online if, if you'd prefer to do it online. Um, you can call 870-972-2401, or you can, you can walk up to the box office between 830 and 5 at the lower red entrance uh, Monday through Friday. We're on game day. The ticket booth will be open on the West Concourse. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a number of options people can get their tickets. So we are here and uh, ready to serve. I can tell you from the people that I've talked to over the last couple of weeks, and that includes the Chancellor, Kelly Dampfus. That includes Athletic Director Tom Bowen. That includes Butch Jones. That includes everybody in marketing. Uh, the experience is important. We all realize that the experience of game day is important. Yeah, we want the team to win, but we also want you to to see a great game and have fun the entire time you're in the stadium. That's the mission of what we're going for, and uh, we hope to see so many of you out there on Saturday from around the state. You're welcome to come to Centennial Bank Stadium and be there for Red Wolves football on Saturday. And Sarah, I know you're busy, but we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for having me. All right, have see you this day. weekend. All right, bye-bye. There you go. A-State football again. Tickets at astateredwolves.com slash tickets. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday morning. Um, I believe, hang on, let me turn this down for a second. I want everybody to be able to hear the words that are about to come out of Kelly's Uh, mouth. uh, (laughs) Um, Kelly, can you say the words that you, that will be painful for you to say out loud, please? What? Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Go ahead and say the words that that are out there that you want to say that you will be pained to say. Okay. Last night, I tried street tacos. Okay. And and the words that you're pained to say. They were so good. No, not that's not it. Go ahead, because you had never tried them before, and somebody kept telling you you should try them. Go ahead. Okay. Brandon Baxter told me that I should try them. And. And that I would love them. No. And. And. 
I'm not saying it. Say it. I'm not saying you're always right. Boom. Right there. Always right. But here's the thing. I did not um, go get them. This is why they were better. I made them myself. What? You made your own street tacos? Yeah. How did you go about doing that? Because Your mouth I, just watered, didn't it? Yeah. Because I love them. <laughs> I just saw that. Like legitimately of all the foods that I could, if I could eat one food every day and I think mm-hmm. I'd never get sick of it, street tacos, I could eat every single day. And I think I'm the same way because you can make it different every single time. And so I basically what I did last night, I just kind of prepped for a couple of days. So yeah. I've got like different meats. I've got like my fajita meats. I've got my, um, I have some beef. I have, um, let's see, I've got black beans. I've got uh, pico de gallo. I've got all this stuff. Is that how you say it? Gallo? Gallo? I don't know. Pico Pico de Gallo. Listen, I was not raised speaking another language, so I don't know. But um, You weren't raised speaking this language, evidently. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) Anyway, and then instead of flour tortillas, I did like corn tortillas and I did all like it was good. Tomatoes. The, the corn tortilla changes the game. Yeah, some salsa. But it's good. Do you ever do the grilled onions on the top and a jalapeno or two, like a Ooh, fresh jalapeno? Yeah. Like not the ones in the jar, even though they're fine. But like, you know, if you get the fresh one that's a little more crunchy. And like fresh avocado. I put some, it wasn't probably just like your street tacos. I put what I wanted to put in my street yeah. tacos. But see, I never make street tacos. I just go to one of the, the trucks or something yeah. like that and get them. Yeah. Never really thought about making them at home. They're tasty. Really good, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, did you bring any? Did you prep any? Well, no. I don't want to bring them to you. I want to try them. Oh. They'd be really good, though, I think. What kind of... You did fajita steak? Mm-hmm. I did, um, I did some chicken, and then I also did... Um, did you chop it real thin? Because you mm-hmm. had to chop it small little chunks. Yep, because I, I'm really oh. picky with my chicken. Yeah. If I, if I have a gristle or any kind of... Whatever, I can't eat the whole thing. Yeah, Kai's like that too. Can't happen. So, anyway, street tacos. And again, I was right. I told her to try them. She's like, I don't think I'd like them. I like regular tacos with flour tortillas. <laughs> but there's something, because I love flour tortillas. Yeah. There's just something about that. But there's something about those corn tortillas when you're eating those little street tacos. And ugh. Well, because they're, they're less, I don't know if I, thick is probably not the word. But like a, a flour tortilla is just more food. Well, it's more bread. Yeah. It's more, yeah. And so and the, the corn tortilla is just a little bit softer. Yeah. It kind of holds it to, together oh. and you get more, I don't know, in your taco. All right. Street tacos for lunch. Bring me some. Come on now. We'll do some tequila with it as well. How about that? Is that a good idea? <laughs> sure. For lunch? Go ahead. That's what I do at lunch. Do you what? Not? Don't tell anybody. It's a secret. Oh, Our little okay. secret. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know the band at Tiger Woods Wedding to Elin Norwegian? I don't know how to say her last name, but in 2004. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. I, I think said. you just pronounced a continent. I did. Uh, I said Norwegian. Elin Norwegian. What is she, a freaking ship? Well, that really pretty girl. I think her that name was, was Elin. Elin. She was really pretty. Um, Nordgren. How do you know that? That's weird. No, it's not. She's okay, well, anyway, media. guess who sang at their wedding? <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking Hootie about. Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you're not keeping this. Hootie and the Blowfish is want, who, who sang in their wedding. <laughs> do you want to start this over? I do. <laughs> Did you just say Hootie and the Blowfish? Oh, we got a 
One of my favorite bands of all time, Hootie and the Bluefish. No, hang on. You mentioned them. Elon, Norwegian, and Hootie and the Bluefish. I got a hand for you. I'm here to make all of you feel better about yourself. Here we go, Kelly. Run my hands through a dark air Then I pray to God you gotta help me fly away And just let her cry Let the tears fall down like rain Let her sing If it eases on her pain Let her go Let her walk right out on me and if the sun comes up tomorrow, let her be. Let her Man, be. I didn't know today that Tiger Woods and Ellen Norwegian had Hootie and the Bluefish at the wedding. Didn't know that. Okay, did you know fall leaf colors are actually present year-round? The red, orange, and yellow pigments only show up once chlorophyll, the chem- chlorophyll, the chemical that makes leaves green, breaks down in autumn. So in other words, those existing colors are just masked by the great amounts of green chlorophyll. Ooh, I had no idea. That's crazy. Okay. I know. And did you know baby elephants suck their trunks for comfort just as a human baby would suck its thumb? I did not know that. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so there's this story that made me think about when I had hair. <laughs> so the whole barbershop story, there's this uh, barbershop in Florida, and evidently there's a guy who came back in, he was wearing a mask, and he had a gun. He was upset. And the owner of the barbershop shot him in the hip. And they were thinking maybe the original guy came in to rob the place, but the story was is he was mad about like a previous haircut. And that's why he came back all fired up, which I was like, is that real? Like, I get it. Like, if, if you cut your own bangs and then you feel like your bangs look really stupid for a long time. Did you ever do that as a kid yes. where you wanted to cut your bangs and then they were way too high? Yes. Like you had as much forehead as I have. <laughs> Maybe not that much. No, but I remember that. Or I remember when my mom would try to cut my hair to even up my bangs because my bangs, when I had hair, would grow. Right now, I can't grow a lick of hair on the top of my head. But imagine this. Imagine my mom trying to cut my bangs and getting it a little bit off, right? And then she has to try to balance it. And it just keeps getting shorter and shorter. Yes. To keep going up and doing that thing. But I'll never forget, and this had this vision. I remember um, there was a point in time where my mother thought I needed my hair to be done. I'm probably like in seventh grade Mm -hmm. and I'm probably the only boy in seventh grade that was going in to have his hair colored. (laughs) I guarantee you are. And perm. Seventh grade. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So there was this one time where I I thought I'm kind of tired of being a blonde and the vision was, why don't we go darker Mm -mm. and put some blonde highlights in it? How'd that turn out? Not very good because what they did was, uh, First of all, my hair turned a little bit of, of a red shade. And I remember sitting in the in the barbershop chair. They put the thing around your neck and, you know, you're sitting there and they I think they did. They pulled it through a cap. Do you remember that? Yes. Like they pull your hair through a cap. Mm-hmm. 
to, they pulled my hair through the cap and it didn't really work out so well. But then I remember the awkward moment of knowing I hated it. And then the hairstylist, after it's already done, says, what do you think? And it puts you in this awkward situation of, yeah. I hate this, mm-hmm. but what do you say? Because they've already done it. Well, you don't go get a gun. No, no, you don't Like do that, that guy. But what would you do if your hairstylist did something and you knew you hated it instantly? Would you say, I don't like that? No, I can't do it. So, like, as, imagine that as a seventh grade. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at myself like I'm the ugliest kid in Aww. class now. Because my hair looked like a skunk. It went too dark and then it was too blonde. Do you remember? After it was red the first time. I had to go back the next day. Do you remember anybody saying anything? Oh, yeah. Everybody made fun of it. Aww. I was set up. What seventh grader goes against <laughs> their hair colored as a boy? And permed. And permed. And then who? What seventh grade boy is sitting in there getting their hair pulled through a cap? Or has her hair in foil? It was you. It was me. I was so mortified sitting there at the front of that place. Two people walking by. And there I am as a boy with my hair in <laughs> a, a <boy>. cap. <laughs> I was a boy then. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So evidently hybrid dating is about to be a new thing. And hybrid dating came about because of the pandemic. So imagine if you're trying to date somebody and going through that whole process of the stress oh. of a new relationship and all that. Uh, But hybrid dating has come around because of the pandemic, and it's basically where there are some in-person dates, but there are also virtual dates as well via Zoom or Skype or FaceTime. Okay. And they're believing that's going to become more of the norm as things go forward, that that kind of worked out. And some people like the idea Hmm. that they could be there visually with each other, and then they didn't have to physically go and be a part of that. Okay. I don't know. There's something about the connection. I I don't really understand if the connection's I think that's a good screening tool. Really? Yeah. Like if you're trying to figure somebody out? Yeah, before you meet them, you Zoom with them. You can kind of see if there's some type of chemistry there. Because you can tell, I would assume. You think you could? That's a pretty good idea. So maybe that's the best way to use the hybrid dating. Maybe. Is to kind of, it's the icebreaker. It's the first date before the first date. And then if it goes bad or you're like, ugh, you just ghost them. Yeah, you just log out in the middle of it. Change your username. Oh, sounds like you've done this before. No, I haven't. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we're kicking off a brand new A-State pregame tradition on Saturday. It's called Rock the Dock. It's at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. I had the chance to kind of go out there and, and walk through the process of what that's going to look mm-hmm. like. And y'all, legit, I've never been more excited about the potential for what pregame is going to look like. Well, and plus you can walk over to the game right there from Embassy Suites. Like you can park and walk over. It's still in walking distance as far as parking and all that kind of stuff. So this weekend is going to be beautiful. And uh, essentially, let me kind of lay out what this is going to look like and and try to give you the visual. Because I've seen photos of what like the, the artist depiction is supposed to be looking like, right? So basically, if you're around the back of the Embassy Suites between the Embassy and First National Bank Arena... There's like the loading dock where a big truck would come, right? And it kind of goes down a hill. The loading dock's up at the top, and the big truck just backs up and stuff comes out. So what they're going to do is they're going to turn that into a big stage with music. And Fallen Within is going to play on that stage. And they're going to have it fenced off to where uh, basically there's going to be a tent so people can walk in. And it's like an outside party inside this this fenced-in area where you can have food. Uh, Trauma Hogs Barbecue is going to have their food truck in. Mm. There's also going to be beverages, some of your favorite pregame yes. beverages that you can have outside of the embassy. Uh, and there's going to be all this other stuff that's going on out there, and the environment's going to be awesome. And then 
all of a sudden, here comes Howell. Here comes Scarlet for the kids. Here come yes. the A-State cheerleaders. Here comes the Red Wolves dancers. Here comes the, the sound of the, of the Natural State marching band. And they're all going to be a part of this. We're going to be broadcasting live. So if you've, if you've wanted to go and tailgate and you've wanted like barbecue and you've wanted beverages and you want community, yeah. this is awesome. And you're going to say, well, how much is that going to cost to go into that? Here's the deal. The embassy is doing that. They're doing the the whole deal where admission is free. Mm-hmm. Basically, you come outside, you walk inside that fenced-in area, you hear the music, you have the chance to have fun and celebrate Arkansas State, and you pay nothing for admission. Yes. So it's Rock the Dock, and it kicks off this week at 3. And again, it's live music from Fallen Within. There's going to be party stuff happening all throughout the embassy suites. That crew's fired up. We're fired up yeah. about this because I've seen what they've done with this in, in other markets and other areas. And when this is, when everybody sees this, this will be the spot to pregame. And we're going to get to see people again. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're going to be in front of humans. <laughs> right. Exactly. So again, A-State football, it's going to be kicking off at uh, six o'clock at Centennial Bank Stadium. The pregame begins at 3 p.m. At the Embassy Suites, right around the back, admission is free for Rock the Dock. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you will hear Kelly tell me I'm right. And I'm just going to tell you, out of all the episodes of the podcast that have ever been posted, there are very few where she admits I'm right. Yeah, well, you are right this one time. We also detail, I went to a meeting about Arkansas State football and uh, the chancellor's wife, Beth Danfus, was there. And she kind of called me out in front of everybody about something that I said on the radio. And I had to respond in front of a room full of people. And then they handed me a script to look over of which I could not read because I did not have any glasses. Mm -hmm. So essentially I need somebody to get me glasses or I need to borrow contacts for this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Before Saturday. Yeah. I need, no, I need some contacts. If anybody has any contacts (laughs) I can wear that you haven't put in your eyes yet. I mean, you you have some that are disposable, right? Yeah, but I don't think it really works like that. Yeah, I need some. So if anybody has any I can use for the game this weekend, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> all the details on all this on the podcast today, it's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? I have to watch this. The series premiere of Sparking Joy with Marie Kondo on Netflix, a new reality show where Marie Kondo applies her tidying tactics to help people who are struggling to balance their home and work lives. Okay, cool, yeah. yeah. America's Got Talent, the eighth season finale of Catfish on MTV, the Capital One College Bowl semifinals, the second season premiere of Celebrity Game Face, and tonight's schedule also includes DC Stargirl, Fantasy Island, and Supergirl. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.